Welcome to the Positive Pig Podcast with me, your host, Sophie Waddington, where I share with you everything that I know about mindset and manifestation. If you enjoy the podcast and would like more content, including live interactive workshops, lunar events, book recommendations, weekly self-development journal prompts, access to a private community and more, then come and join the Vibe Tribe. You can find me on Patreon by searching Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington or by clicking the link in my Instagram bio at Positive Pig Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 82. Thank you so much for joining me and once again thank you for the lovely reviews. I'm so excited that I'm getting new reviews every week at the minute and I just love reading them all. It does get on my silicon tits a little bit that I can't respond to them on Apple. I think that will be a very good feature but I promise you that I read every single one over and over. So thank you so much. Please keep them coming. Okay, so this week I received a question about manifestation and that question was, what is the best technique to manifest something? And this is a question that I've had a lot of times since starting this pod and I have even done an episode on specific manifestation techniques in the past, but I wanted to talk to you a bit more in detail about this question today. So if you are fairly new to the word manifestation, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say that you, or even if you're not new, that you probably discovered it through the film or the boot, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Good old Rhonda Byrne, love her. And it's how that most of us have come to find out that we are capable of creating our own life. It's definitely how I discovered it when I was 17. Fuck me, I've just realised. 17? Am I doing the math? Yes, yeah, 17 is half of my life ago. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. So in The Secret, if you've not seen it, it is really good. I'd definitely recommend it. I think you can watch it on Netflix now. Lots of people are featured who at the time were not particularly well known. And as a result of that film are now household names in the manifestation world. And they share their own personal stories of manifestation and how they did it. And I absolutely love The Secret. I am not slating it at all. It has transformed the lives of so many people by introducing us all to this concept. But it does portray it, I think, as this mysterious, magical key that you just think a thought and it shows up. And that isn't quite true. It is on the right lines, but there's a bit missing from that documentary. So if you are anything like me, you will have spent the following 10 years after you watched it at first researching what we call manifestation techniques. And by techniques, I mean specific magical sounding actions that are this mystery key to make a thought a reality. And I'll give you some examples and I will include in there some that I have heard from other people, some that I used heavily in the past and some that I still do use time to time. And I'll tell you a little bit about which one's which. So the first one is writing your manifestation. So that might be a word, it might be an amount, it might be even somebody's name if you're trying to manifest love or a particular friendship and setting the leaf on fire. So, you know, those little dry bay leaves on one of those. I've done it myself, not very often, but I have done it myself. And setting that on fire is supposed to send off that manifestation energy off into the universe for you to bring it into your reality. Another one, and this is one that I really like actually, and I've done this a lot in the past and I've done it recently as well, is writing a letter to the universe in order to say what it is that you are hoping to receive. The next one 
is creating a vision board. So a vision board is sometimes called a dream board and it's made up of lots of different images of the things that you would like to experience in your 3D reality. So you might it's make it on Pinterest, so you might like save things digitally or you might actually have physical vision boards like I do where you print off the pictures and you hang them up in a frame and they are in front of you regularly so it's kind of subliminal that you keep seeing those images I do love a good vision board I won't lie another is saying positive affirmations in the mirror so standing in front of a mirror and saying I am wealthy I'm healthy whatever it is that you're trying to bring in the 369 method it's writing your goals down or your manifestation down three times in the morning six times at lunch nine times at night which is pretty hard going I won't lie um, there's also different versions of that one, like the 555 method, writing it down um, 55 times for five days or 33 times for three days or 66 times for six days and so on and so on. There's another one that's trending at the minute, I've noticed on TikTok, called the O method. Now, I'm not going to specify what that O stands for, but I'm sure that you can guess if you have a think about it. Um, <laughs> knock yourself out with that one, literally. Um, a check from the universe, so writing yourself a check for a specific amount that you would like to manifest. I've had great success using that technique in the past, probably in the early years mostly. A manifestation post box where you, again, you write letters or you just write down specific things that you'd like to manifest and you post them into a box and leave it sealed. Uh, you might even have things like lucky clothes, so, you know, like a lucky pair of knickers that you wear for an interview that you believe will allow you to receive what you are hoping to manifest. Scripting your ideal life, a fantastic manifestation tool, in my opinion, because it lets you get really clear on what you're going to visualise. And I think I've done a full episode on that. I'm sure I have, because I think somebody messaged me the other day saying that they'd found it really useful. So have a scroll through if you want to have a look at that one, because I would definitely recommend that. The two cup method, which is very different. Let me just clarify from the two girls, one cup video. Just be careful what you're Googling there, because you're going to get a whole other result. But basically, the two cup method is where you write what you are currently experiencing and you put some water in there and that's got the vibration of the current energy and then you write on another glass or another cup or another bottle what you would like to um, experience in your reality and then you pour the water from one into another and you drink that water and that's along the lines of doing something called a quantum leap or a quantum jump which I also have another episode on. This next one is quite an intense one. It would require a lot of planning and it's something I would love to do at some point in the future. I think this would be a brilliant activity for us all to meet at. Definitely in the pipeline, not in the near future, but somewhere down the line, is a come as you are in five years party. And I read about that one in one of Jack Canfield's books and he talks about, I have mentioned this before, but he talks about how he was invited to this party and there were like fake press and there was a red carpet and everybody committed to come dressed and speaking as if for the whole duration of the party they had already achieved the goal so it was like the five-year goals the five-year manifestations so some people were saying that they were um what were they like um a number one published author let's say that for example and they would introduce 
themselves to the other people at the party. Somebody might be the CEO of a million pound business and so on and so on. And they stayed in that role. Now, I love that one because I've been learning a lot about embodying your vision recently. So I think that would be an amazing manifestation technique to use. And you could do that on a smaller scale as well. You could just do it with your friends and have like an evening where you all get together and talk just purely from your vision. I think that'd be brilliant. Um, speak what you seek to a friend, which is just doing that really, is speaking as if it's already manifested to a trusted friend who will go along with that and speak back to you as if they've already manifested their uh, manifestations as well. And there's one called the lipstick method, which is like um, one, (laughs) this isn't one I've tried before, but I believe it's something to do with writing down like a love letter to the person that you're trying to manifest a relationship with and then kissing it with lipstick. It's it's a, a little bit of a primary school kind of vibe, that one. So there's a selection of just some of the vast array of manifestation techniques that are out there and I'm sure that you will find loads and you've probably got loads that I don't know about at all. And I want to make this very clear I am in no way whatsoever telling you that these techniques don't work or that they're daft or that they're just made up or that you're doing it all wrong. I still use several of these techniques, but what I want you to take from this episode is that the reason that they might work for someone, but they don't work for you and vice versa is because the technique is wholly dependent on your belief in it. And if you don't have that strong belief that you are going to manifest your desire through using this technique or at least it helping you in some way, it won't work. It's your belief that is the power. So when I was a little girl, if I had any kind of like, what's the word, like a lesion of my skin, you know, like a wart or something that I'd picked up in the sandpit at school, my grandma would cut a potato in half And she would rub it onto my skin and she would do this to herself and anybody else in the family. And then she would go outside (laughs) into the garden with a small trowel and she would bury the potato in the garden. Now, as you can probably tell from that, I'm not the first witch in the family. I learned a lot of what I know from my grandma. She's always been, she hasn't really realised that, but she has always been that way inclined, kind of having faith that these certain practices will help in some way. But she firmly believed that burying the potato was an essential part of the process of healing. And she was absolutely right, because if she hadn't have done that part, she would doubt that that would work and that doubt would then manifest into reality. So logically, both me and her knew that that didn't really make any sense. And, you know, my granddad would be like, what a load of shit. But... Her grandma had done the same with her when she was little and so it was just a fact that it works and she trusted that it did and as a result of that, it did work every single time because it was the belief that manifested the healing, the belief that if she buried half a potato in the garden that my skin would heal from anything or her skin or anybody else's skin. And although I completely understand how this works now intellectually, it doesn't stop me from using certain techniques still because I have programmed my belief into them and therefore they work very well. So by doing these particular techniques that you've chosen to use, you are programming your belief into that action. 
and therefore they will work for you, but they might not necessarily work for somebody else because it might not feel good to them and that's an important part of it. The ones that I use feel good when I'm doing them. They make me feel connected. They help me to strengthen my belief in my manifestation coming in. So now that you understand this, what you'll probably find is that you'll end up relying on them less and less and using them less and less because your faith and your belief in yourself and your own power, your own creative power will become stronger. But that doesn't mean that you can't dabble with these little magical feeling techniques now and again. There's no harm in that whatsoever. We might understand as an adult that a magician is using sleight of hand or a distraction technique, but I bet that most of us are still excited when he comes round to the table at a party and pulls the Queen of Hearts out your ear all. Like, it's fine. That's fine to enjoy that magical aspect of manifesting. So if you want to use them, please do, because they will help you to strengthen your belief. And also, understand this, you can't cock up a manifestation technique just because somebody on TikTok says that you need to say these specific words or that the bay leaf that you're writing on has to be perfectly intact and the only one that you can find is looking a bit worse for wear in the back of the spice cupboard. Relax, it's how it makes you feel when you're doing it. So for me, when I'm writing a letter to the universe, I feel excited. I feel like I'm already having that experience. I feel connected to it. So that technique works really well for me. But you might find that kissing a piece of paper with your crush's name on it works really well for you, and that's absolutely fine. So do what makes you feel good. If setting a bay leaf on fire makes you feel good and makes you feel connected to your manifestation, use it that's fine. doesn't matter if you understand that logically that doesn't really make any difference. If you feel that it does, do it. Go and drink your moon water, shove a rose quartz up your ass and visualise your dream man. It doesn't matter. As long as you believe that it works, it does because the power is all in you. And if you are a member of the Vibe Tribe, you'll know that I regularly use crystals and I also use moon water with intentions written on it during our lunar ceremonies and I totally think that things like crystals and the moon have their own energetic power but the way that I use them now with a better understanding through years of using things and learning more about it is that that power is just boosting my own power and enabling me to bring in those manifestations with more speed. So what I'm saying is don't put all of your power your creative power that belongs to you and nothing outside of you in a particular method that you've heard about online. Because if you go rogue and do something slightly different, like sprinkling nutmeg in your doorway on the first of the month instead of cinnamon, which is something that is said to welcome in wealth, by the way, then you'll start doubting that magical process and whatever you believe to be true is true. So thinking, oh, it's not going to work because I've sprinkled fucking garlic powder on the mat by accident, it won't work because you believe that it won't work. But rest assured, you'll be safe from vampires at least. So years ago, when I first started learning about all of this stuff, I used to write my manifestations, things that I wanted to bring in on this pink notepad paper that somebody bought me on one of my birthdays. And I used a specific pen that I think came as part of this set. 
and I folded each sheet twice and placed it in this specific gift bag. And that was something that I'd read about somewhere, a technique about writing something down, folding it on a piece of paper twice and putting it inside your chosen container. So I'd chosen this pink notepad, this particular pen and this gift bag, right? So I started putting things in there with the energy of being excited because I was all in. It was quite new to me. I was really excited about it. I was amazed by how magical it seemed. So I started to put them in there and it worked. I got every single thing that I put in that bag, in that little gift bag. And then about maybe two years later, I started to panic a bit because my pen was running out and the paper was running low and the gift bag was getting slightly damaged and it was like a raggedy ass thing that was falling to bits. And that was because I'd attached myself so deeply to this magical stationery set and a gift bag that I had suddenly lost my power when, when they'd gone, you know, when they'd run out. And I was thinking, oh shit, like I can't manifest anymore because my pen's run out and if I buy another pink pad of paper, that's not going to work because it had to be this pad of paper. This is what's been working and it has to go in this gift bag and now the gift bag's got a big fucking hole in the bottom. So I started to doubt what was going to happen. So as a result, I started to actually lose some of my manifestation powers in my head. That wasn't actually what was happening. It's just that I'd attached myself to this stuff rather than understanding that I was the magic. Thankfully, I started to realise that. So I got a new notepad and I got a new pen and I got a little gift box thing and started using that instead. And I built my belief back up and realised that whatever I wrote on and whatever I used to write it and wherever I put it, really didn't matter anymore because I was the magic. I am the magic and so are you. That's a great affirmation for you to use actually. Say it with me. I am the magic. So if you're going to use positive affirmations, please put that one in there because the power is in you. Use the techniques as tools to strengthen your belief in your own power. So if you are quite new to this, I actually encourage you to go and try some of these techniques out. And now we're living in a time where there's thousands of books with loads of different techniques in. And I spoke about a list of them earlier on. So go and try some of those and see which ones make you feel magical and make you feel connected to your manifestation. Or even better, make up your own manifestation technique. Everybody has made these up. Somebody at some point in their imagination, like I was talking about last week, has created this ritual or this process that they do that they believe will help you to bring in manifestations. So try some of your own. Do whatever feels good to you. And once you have done that, go and share them in the Facebook group because I would love to hear about them. So I hope that you found this episode useful. If you have, please go and leave me a review. I'm very grateful for them all as I keep harping on about. And if you would like to join us in the Vibe Tribe, you can. It's on Patreon, so you can search Vibe Tribe with Sophie Waddington and you'll find us there. Have an amazing week and I will speak to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to come and follow me on Instagram at Positive Pig Podcast and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you have a minute, I'd love you to leave me a review to help this podcast reach an even wider audience. Thanks for listening.